the holidays are upon us again. And usually for most people, that brings us a whole bunch of joy. Yeah, it can bring us stress. But for the most part, it's all about the magic and the joy, right? Well, for people who are on their fertility journey, the holidays can be an incredibly triggering time of year. If you have had a loss or if you are currently struggling on your fertility journey, this could be a triggering episode for you, but I really hope that this episode brings your heart some consolation and solace because you are not alone on this journey. And I want to open the conversation for some sensitivity around taking care of your heart during this time of year. Hi, I'm Adrian Irizarry. I'm an Eastern medicine practitioner who is passionate about women's health and helping women live their best lives. My goal is to put you in the driver's seat of your health, offering period solutions for a symptom-free life. Statements made in this program are for educational purposes only and not intended as a substitution for medical consultation or advice. We do not claim to diagnose, treat, or cure any diseases. This podcast is inclusive and welcomes all gender identities. The focus of the program is on biological function and we will use the term women throughout, but it is referencing physiological and social challenges for biology, not identity. Come as you are, I am happy you're here and welcome all performances of identity. I hope you find something helpful in this show. Welcome back to another episode of the Reproductive Rebel Podcast. This episode might be a little triggering for some people, and I want to start off by saying that anybody who has had any difficulty with their fertility journey will understand why this is potentially a triggering episode for some of you. But I think it's a really important discussion to have. So while that disclaimer is out there, I really hope that you are able to open your heart and be part of this conversation because we don't talk nearly enough about the challenges around our fertility journeys. We don't talk enough about how often miscarriage occurs and how it's really quite normal for there to be miscarriage occur. A lot of times when we experience a miscarriage, we feel like we're isolated on an island. And even though we have the most supportive partner in the entire world, we still feel very isolated and alone. And even if you haven't had a miscarriage, but you've been trying for a very long time and you haven't been successful, there's so many feelings that come up around that experience. You feel sad. You feel stressed because you feel like your clock is ticking. You find yourself wondering, what if? You know, what if I didn't do this? Or what if I did this other thing? Or what if a baby never happens for me? Right? We ask ourselves all of these questions. And so the fertility journey is really hard for some people. And that difficulty only gets magnified around the holidays. And so this is why this episode is coming to you this week, because 
we are on the doorstep or in the midst of, depending on what your celebratory traditions are, the holiday season. And for a lot of us, this is a very difficult time of year. Holidays can bring up so many emotions. Like we're overjoyed to see family, but then those well-intentioned family members ask you, when are you starting to try to have a baby? Or are you going to have kids? Or, you know, fill in the blank, right? Their questions don't come from a bad place. But they make you feel all kinds of things. Or maybe you're going to the family gathering and the sister or cousin or, you know, fill in the blank relative is coming with their newborn and you've been trying for years with no success. It makes you feel things, right? So I really wanted to just take a moment on the show this week and really honor where you're at. And I and say that I see you. I see you. I have been in your shoes. I know what you're experiencing. And it's hard. It's really hard. So why are the holidays so triggering? Well, I mean, you think about a, a lot of the what could be, what should be, what you wished it to be. And that can make the holidays feel really hard to bear or heavy to bear. Or maybe you were pregnant and you lost that pregnancy and you had envisioned a Christmas or the high holy days of Hanukkah or other religious traditions as this moment that you were going to share that you were pregnant or you were going to celebrate your baby's first Christmas or Whatever the holiday is that you celebrate, like all of those firsts that you had dreamed of are just that, a dream that never became a reality. And these are really big emotions to unpack. It's really big to unpack. So as you're going through your fertility journey, one really important part of being successful in achieving your goals is to hold space for all of the parts that feel grief. Because we internalize a lot of this, or we don't feel like we can express how difficult something is or how sad we feel. Or maybe you're like, an experience that I had where you go to express those things only to be told that you're expressing them from a place of jealousy. And there's a level of shame that is cast over the fact that you're a human being with feelings and you shouldn't be feeling what you're feeling, right? Honor where you're at please take the time and really honor where you're at. Maybe you need to express this through talk therapy. Maybe you decide energy work feels good to you. Maybe you decide that you want to try pelvic steaming because not only will it help you release these emotions that are bottled in your body, but it will help your cycle to get into a healthy place for conception. 
There are so many ways that we can release this kind of energy from our body. And emotions are energy in motion. I've done a few different episodes around emotions this year, and I feel like it's going to just continue to be a really big focal point because in our culture, we're just not allowed to feel things. And yet our emotions are normal and they're healthy and they're part of what make us human. But they are energy in our system that has to go somewhere. And when we bottle how we feel and we try to put on a good face because we have to suck it up for the holidays and, you know, all the people and the change in routine and these things that are, you know, outside of our control or maybe the relative that was pregnant at the same time you were and, You didn't get to hold the baby in your arms, but they did. These are very real scenarios. And when we think about the holidays, we think about the lights and the decorations and the gifts and the logistics and the seeing of the family and the cooking and all of these things. And yes, we can distract ourselves from this for a minute. But that's just it. It's just a distraction. Because then when all of the prep starts to settle down and you're sitting in conversation with family and friends and, you know, you're allowed to kind of drift into your own thoughts a little bit, all of these emotions come up and sometimes they shock the hell out of you. If you have experienced a stillbirth, that grief will come roaring out of nowhere. So whether this is a loss, or a perceived loss of a dream, or grief over a dream not yet realized, no matter where you are on your fertility journey, honor what you're feeling. Take time and put your hand over your uterus and your other hand over your heart and really check in with these spaces. How do I feel? What can I do to help you feel better? Because there is a huge connection between our heart and our uterus. And if we want to be successful in our fertility goals, there has to be a healthy relationship between the two. Because there's also nothing worse than when you do finally achieve that dream and get pregnant, holding fear around what the potential outcome might be instead of anything except joy. Because fear is an imbalance in the kidneys and you need all your kidney energy from a Chinese medicine standpoint to bring life into the world. So you don't want anything compromising that energy in your body. Grief is the emotion of the lungs. Grief can be really sneaky. And it may not look like crying. It can be melancholy. And not really knowing why. So give yourself time to really sit and check in 
with your body and ask it, what do I need? And make sure that you take the time that you need for you. So if that means in the middle of a family gathering, you have to excuse yourself to a bathroom and allow yourself to cry, then do it. If you have a family member that says something that just really cuts to the quick, because again, they might not be saying it from an ill-intended place, but just the question itself really trigger deep feelings within you. Honor those feelings. Carve out that safe space for yourself where you take a few minutes and you step out of the room and you allow yourself to feel whatever it is that came up for you. If you are angry, give yourself some like hard out breaths and let that energy out. Maybe you are allowing yourself a good old cry in that bathroom. Give yourself an opportunity for those emotions. Give yourself an opportunity for those emotions to be felt and processed through your system and released. Because the more you bottle, the more those emotions are going to become roadblocks that stand in the way of your fertility and your success on your fertility journey. Find outlets to grieve and release your frustration because we are emotional beings. We need places and safe spaces and community to be able to share these feelings. It is normal to go into a Christmas gathering with this little feeling of regret or loss after you've lost a pregnancy. Don't shame yourself for feeling that way. There's nothing wrong with you. There's nothing wrong with feeling that way. It doesn't make you any less grateful. It just makes you human. And when we don't lean into these feelings that come up inside of our body, we are creating roadblocks to our success in the future. So this episode is not going to be terribly long because I know that everybody is busily getting prepared for holiday gatherings and whatnot. But I just wanted to take a few minutes and let you know that I see you and you are not alone. And fertility journeys are really hard, but the holidays just have this nasty way of making them feel harder. And that doesn't make you a bad person. That doesn't make anything you're feeling less valid. Yes, holidays are supposed to be uplifting and happy and joy-filled, but they can trigger big grief. It's no different than when you have lost a loved one and you're celebrating that holiday for the first time without them. You're allowed to feel grief. Why is the fertility journey any different? It's not. You were hoping to share this experience with someone you love. That's normal. Now, this is not the time that you dwell 
and wallow in the fact that you haven't been successful. It just means that it hasn't come yet. It doesn't mean it won't come at all. So take whatever time you need and be gentle with yourself as these holidays roll out and we move into the new year. You are doing the best you can. And you are willing your baby into your life and they will come when it's time. And it's hard to wait sometimes, but God knows I know it is hard to wait. But don't let any shame creep into your body. Or if it does, just address it and say, I have nothing to feel shame for right now. Regardless of what is being said to me, regardless of the circumstances, I have nothing to feel shame over. Fertility is a natural part of my body processes, and it just, the conditions haven't been right yet. Comparing yourself to others around you isn't going to help you. It's only going to make you feel worse. And it's so easy to do that. It's so easy. And when you watch little people run around in a room and you feel that heartache grip your chest because you should have had one running around with them, these are all very normal feelings. So most of this has been directed for people who are listening who are on their fertility journey. But if you are not and you are someone who is listening to this program, maybe this is an invitation for you to consider how you ask certain questions to family members because you don't know if they're trying. I've had well-intentioned family members ask my husband and I when we might want to try to have kids. And the challenge with that is, we were already trying, and I was a couple of miscarriages into my journey many years ago. And so that question cut like a knife because I was hoping to be pregnant by then, and I still wasn't. And I had recently experienced a loss just a couple of months prior to that, and oh, it felt like an open wound. And I smiled and I swallowed how I felt because I knew that they didn't know where I was coming from. And I just said, well, when it's meant to happen, it'll happen. And I just left it alone. But then I had to go to a bathroom and do exactly what I was just talking about. Cry, let it out, allow myself to feel what I was feeling because it made my stomach hurt. It made my chest tight. And it wasn't her fault. She didn't say it from a bad place. She actually said it because she was excited for me and him to have a child together. None of those things are bad. But whether you know if somebody is on this fertility journey or not, I invite you to consider as somebody who may not be actively on that journey to consider how you're asking people those kinds of questions because you don't know if they're struggling. 
there have been so many people that I have worked with since the rise of COVID that have had stillbirths. They're like mid-pregnancy and they have a stillbirth or they have had lots of miscarriages really early on in their gestation and no real answers as to why. So there is an increase in this happening. And for whatever reason, because it's becoming more common, this is a conversation to really be mindful of and handle in a delicate way. Because even if you're saying it from the best place in your heart, you have no idea where they are on their journey. And as we gather together and start having natural, enthusiastic conversations flow, I would just invite you to really be careful with how you word questions around, are you guys going to have kids? Are you thinking about getting pregnant? Are you pregnant? Like, you know, I've even had people who are not pregnant who have stomach distension because their digestion isn't working really well be asked if they're expecting and that was triggering to them so you know questions around biological processes and biological function are really hard in family gatherings and can bring up a lot of emotions for people so just be sensitive everybody be sensitive to the fact that the holidays bring up a lot of feelings around the conception journey, whether you're on it, whether you're getting ready to go through it, whether you've been struggling with it, it brings up a lot of feelings. So everything you say with love, phrase it carefully. And for everyone who is on this fertility journey and has been struggling, I'm sending you so much love from the bottom of my heart as you go into the holiday season so that you can share the joy of the season and not experience the heartache. Thank you for joining me for another episode of Reproductive Rebel. Reproductive Rebel is recorded by certified peristeam hydrotherapist and acutonics practitioner, herbalist, and Chinese nutritional therapist, Adrian Irizari of Moon Essence LLC. If you are interested in setting up an appointment for one-on-one support, ordering from our store, or checking out our course offerings, visit our website at moonessence.life. Be sure to subscribe to our newsletter and get insider information on upcoming events and offerings. Join the conversation. Like and follow us at Me on Instagram, Facebook, or LinkedIn. Your voices make this program possible. Thank you all for your continued support.